0: to today on Broadway for Monday, September 24th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tiamanini. And I am Broadway stars James Marino. James, it's Monday, which means yesterday you had another episode of This Week on Broadway. Other than the new group's production of The True, starring uh, Edie Falco and uh, Michael McKeon and, oh, somebody else I'm not going to be remember uh, right off the top of my head. Um, he's an Emmy winner, though. He's done Wicked. He won an Emmy for Girls. Can't think of his name. Anyway, other than that one, it seems like Peter and Michael saw a lot of stuff out of town this past week.
1: They were out of uh, town. Peter Scolari, is that who you're thinking of? That is exactly who I'm thinking of. Thank yeah, you. The true. Not Peter Scolari was out of town with Michael and Peter. No. He might. I mean, he
0: might. had a show to yeah, do. So, yeah, true. maybe on his off day.
1: <laughs> yeah. P- um, Michael was down in the D.C. area to see, primarily to see Passion at the Signature Theater, which uh, I. I had planned to go see, and I just never got around to seeing it. I, I, I'm dying for a good, uh, good production of Passion, and Michael re- said this was very good. Unfortunately, yesterday, uh, Sunday, was the last day for it, uh, so I have missed it. But they do have uh, Billy Elliot coming up uh, in October, and in April, Grand Hotel. Coming oh, up at, very nice uh, at the Signature Theater in Arlington, Virginia, not the Signature here in New York. Right. Um and Peter saw Pamela's first musical at Two River Theater that uh in Red Bank, New Jersey, and he also saw uh Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn at Walnut Street and Michael down in the DC area seeing uh Passengers also saw Macbeth at the Folger Theater which is a very interesting review. Uh I listened to it as we had this week on Broadway and then I listened to it during the editing process and then I listened to it after the editing was complete I'm not really sure if Michael liked it or not <laughs> so it was very interesting uh, very interesting uh, <laughs> right. uh, also Pete, Peter announced that the uh, Bristol Riverside Theater is his new favorite theater and where he saw Irma oh. Bombeck at the at Wits End and so uh, it was a fun this week on Broadway and uh yeah, very lots cool. of out of town stuff getting us ready for the fall, where I'm cool. sure that we're going to be very New York centric in the next uh, month or so. Yeah, based on this week's theatrical schedule, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes, there's going to be a lot to go around. All right. So let's uh, start off with some out of town news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sticking out of town. <laughs> the Kennedy Center adds uh, more stars for a little shop center stage production. Yes, on Friday, the Kennedy Center announced a handful of
0: new stars that will join the upcoming center stage production of Little Shop of Horrors. The show, which will run from October 24th through the 28th, is a staged reading-ish, but much like the other shows that they've done in the recent past, as well as things at Encores Off Center, they are only very lightly uh to be considered uh concerts as there is choreography and costumes and all that stuff anyway um th- we already knew that josh Radner, megan hilty james monroe iglehart and lee wilcoff would be starring in the show but now we know that tony nominee nick cordero will play Oren, amber Amon, amai Osei, and allison sims will also join the cast and we also learned that spencer Liff will do the aforementioned choreography for the show. Um, again, James, I said this when they originally announced the first wave of stars. Um, but I now again, posit this with all gratitude and humbleness that I can muster kneeling before the altar of the theater gods. Please bring this to Broadway. Please
1: bring this <laughs> to Broadway. Please bring this to Broadway. Oh, uh, that this is uh, quite a cast. Um, this would be very funny. Seriously. And, uh, how many uh, how many performances is this going to be? Do you know off the top of your head? Um,
0: it's four days, but I don't know if they have you know like uh, two show days in there or not. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's not going to be more than six unless they extend it. You know, five or you know four to six, maybe seven. I guess they could squeeze it in. But um, was it four or five days? I don't know. It's you know not a lot. Totally jealous. Oh, that's and, awesome. And our friend um, Caitlin Milligan, uh, who is, uh, is you know former current-ish member of, of uh, Broadway Radio and, and one of my colleagues over at Broadway World, she is going to it. So uh, uh, she is very excited about that. Her sister lives in the D.C. area, so she decided to make a trip up there to see it.
1: Oh, good. Maybe we'll hear from her about that, and uh, I'm sure Deb Schrager will see it as well. All right. So uh, what's up in this week's theatrical schedule? As I mentioned, a lot of
0: stuff starting as we officially are now in the fall season, and and not just theatrically, but also – Autumnally and Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. calendarly. Anyway, tonight is the night for that star-studded one-night-only benefit reading of the Laramie Project at John Jay College. Laramie: A Legacy will feature a host of stars, members of the original Tectonic Theater Company cast, um, and more. Uh, Anderson Cooper will be the reception host. The cast will feature Mary Louise Parker, Michael. Emerson, Samira Wiley, Billy Porter, Danny Burstein, um, Adam Rippin, Randy Rainbow, Asia Kate Dillon, Andrew Keenan-Bolger, uh, and more. And it will be co-directed by the original director of the show, Moises Kaufman. We'll have more information on that and all of the shows I'm going to talk about in the show notes. Now, here's where it starts to get interesting, because on Tuesday, tomorrow night, the Broadway production of Teresa Rebeck's Bernard Hamlet will open at the American Airlines Theater, starring Janet McTeer. The show follows famed turn-of-the-century, 20th century, actress Sarah Bernhardt as she tours the Globe, playing Hamlet in 1897. The show is directed by Moritz von Stupnagel and is produced by the Roundabout Theater Company. The show is scheduled to run through November 11th. Sticking on Broadway on Tuesday night, the Broadway Broadway premiere of Kenneth Lonergan's The Waverly Gallery will begin previews starring the legendary Elaine May, Lucas Hedges, Joan Allen, Michael Cera and David Cromer. What an I mean, that's just a redonkulous cast. And it's directed by Lila Neugebauer. Uh, The show is currently scheduled to run through January 27th at the Golden Theater. We will, of course, dive more into this as the opening uh, uh, approaches. But it is interesting to note that I've seen this many times mentioned as being at least semi-autobiographical for Lonergan. So that uh, makes it even more interesting that the show has been around for almost two decades and is just now making its New York premiere. Still on Tuesday night, the Public Theater will hold the first preview of Jane Anderson's Mother of the Maid, in which the legendary Glenn Close will play the mother, in the title, of the maid, Joan of Arc, uh, who will be played by Grace Van Patten, Kate Jennings, Grant, and more will also be in the cast. Directed by Matthew Penn, who worked with Glenn Close on the TV show Damages, for which she's won at least one Emmy, uh, is directing. The show, as we mentioned last week, has already been extended about a gazillion times and is now scheduled to run through December 23rd. Moving over to uh, Wednesday, the incredibly buzzy gender swapped revival of Company begins previews at the West End's Gielgud Theater on Wednesday. Directed by Mary Ann Elliott, Rosalie Craig plays Bobby with an IE, uh, with Patti Lapone as Joanne and the great British Bake Off presenter Mel Gedroych as Sarah. The show is scheduled to run through December 22nd. And James, if Little Shop doesn't come in, let's bring this musical revival in. We need to get the musical revival numbers up. This closes in December. Plenty of time to kick somebody out of a theater in New York by the end of the season. Uh, anyway, now on to another jam-packed Thursday as the Manhattan Theatre Club's Broadway production of Richard Bean's The Nap* officially opens. Directed by Daniel Sullivan, the show is about snooker, kind of, which is the British equivalent of pool. And it stars Alexandra Billings, John Ellison Conley, Johanna Day, Heather Lyndon more. The show is currently scheduled to run through November 11th at the Samuel J. Friedman Theatre. Of course, we will have reviews for both this and Bernhard Hamlet later in the week. Also on Thursday, the Roundabout Theatre Company will begin performances for the New York premiere of Alexi K. Campbell's play, Apologia. And thanks to RTC, because in their updated graphic, they have the linguistic pronunciation for the show title. (laughs) I can't... I, I can't read it because I don't know what those symbols mean, but I appreciate the gesture nonetheless. Apparently, I'm not the only one who is an idiot. Uh, the show stars the incredible Stockard Channing, who uh, has been, was been was in the show over in London before it transferred. Amongst others joining her off Broadway is stage and screen star Hugh Dancy. Directed by Daniel Oiken, the show is scheduled to run through December 16th. And finally, on uh, Thursday, the Bard SummerScape production of Oklahoma will return to New York at St. Anne's Warehouse. Directed by Daniel Fish, this reinvented, immersive-ish production stars Rebecca Naomi Jones, Damon Duano, Patrick Vale, Ali Stroker, Mary Testa and more. The show has been extended to run through November 11th. Very very excited to be able to see this one Also that reminds me, I need to confirm because someone actually did offer to buy that one random ticket I had that I can't use uh, off me, so I uh, need to get back with, uh, with that person. Uh, James you, you know, I mean, if we're talking about musical revivals coming to Broadway. Maybe this and Carmen Jones can arm wrestle to see who gets circle in the square. What do you
1: think? Uh, well, I think that, um, you know, they get, they get the designers to work together. They can both be in circle in the square. Well, you know what? That's not uh, completely off the cuff. I mean, these are, Both
0: Roger, uh, not Roger Hammerstein, but Oscar Hammerstein shows, Mm -hmm. this would be a very interesting uh, thing to do in rap. I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. If someone has a couple million bucks they want to throw at it, I would do it. If I hit if I hit the uh, Mega Millions tonight, I'll do it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> two other shows uh, that I want to mention are closing this week. First up on Saturday over in the West End, the Lincoln Center Theater production of The King and I, which starred many of the Broadway uh, stars uh, Kelly O'Hara, Ken Watanabe, and in different parts for select performances, Ruthie and Miles. That show will close on Saturday, September 29th. Ninth, And then finally, uh, Be More Chill is closing for now. Uh, Of course, this show uh, is already slated to come back to Broadway on February uh, 13th. So get a chance if you can find some way to sneak a ticket to one of the performances this week. Do it. If not, you'll have uh, plenty more shots when it opens uh, on Broadway later this season.
1: All right, Matt, what else do you have? Okay,
0: two real quick things before we wrap up the show for today. It has been long rumored, and we've discussed it before, but last week it was confirmed that Gillian Anderson and Lily James will star as Margot Channing and Eve Harrington in the West End production of the stage adaptation of All About Eve, directed by... Evo Van Hova, of course, <laughs> performances begin on February 2nd. Tickets go on pre-sale this Wednesday and general on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. on both days, of course, in London time. And finally, on Friday, it was announced that the new Victory Theater will produce the world premiere stage adaptation of the children's book. Where the Wild Things Are. The Maury Sendak Foundation. Maurice Sendak is the the creator of that children's book. Uh, the, his foundation commissioned the work. Further details, including the creative team and a timetable, of course, will be announced later. James, you have kids. I never got into this book, I think because it freaked me the hell out. Are were your kids Where the Wild Things Are fans?
1: Well, my wife is, and I am. And I think that our children suffered through our our enthusiasm for this. You know, um, when I worked down at Scholastic, uh, um, Mm -hmm. we worked a a lot with, um, there were a lot of different teaching programs that surrounded where the wild things are, and the Maurice Sendak Foundation uh, was involved with Scholastic as well. I'm surprised Scholastic's not involved in producing this, but uh, it's a little bit out of their wheelhouse. So this will be exciting. I'll, I'll definitely go see this.
0: Yeah, and uh, I knew that there was a movie back in 2009, but I was unaware that apparently in the 80s, I believe 1984, there was actually an opera based on it. I, I was, that. I mean, I wouldn't know if there was an opera made about it this year, uh, let alone 1984. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I thought that was really interesting. It seems like something that would make sense operatically and, to be honest with you, theatrically, even if it was never my cup of tea. Hmm.
1: All right, well, we'll have to stay on top of that. Uh, All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here?
0: All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter
1: and Instagram at Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for uh, kicking off your Monday with us, and Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow.